welcome, welcome, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast. This is episode 55, and it's a really good topic today. Yes, today we are talking about intersectional feminism, and we actually had somebody write in with Mm -hmm. this topic to suggest it, and I'm glad you did because uh, we learned a lot from it. Yeah, and it's something that we have been wanting to highlight for a while, and it's really important and so we're really excited to just talk about this topic and and highlight it and teach people who don't know what it is just teach people yeah like me before yeah I like had heard the term but like I really didn't go in depth with it yeah um but it's a huge branch of feminism and it reminds me of the episode we did on ecofeminism right like it's just another branch that's so interesting because there's so many different ones yeah yeah it's never ending well, we got pizza tonight <laughs> because we like to get something before we record. Like we've gotten Jimmy John's and, you know, chai and boba, whatever. Yeah, it's always a drink for sure. Yeah. But we got pizza tonight and it was a huge ordeal. It was a huge ordeal. So first off, it's Friday night. Okay. And so everyone's having their Friday night pizza night, whatever. You know how we used right? to do that when we were younger? Yeah, it was fun. Pizza movie night. Yeah. So like everyone's doing Friday night. Let's get pizza. So I got off work at five and we came over to the studio to record a little bit after that. And we were hungry. So we were like, let's get pizza. Go into Domino's. What do they say? The hour is, or the hour, (laughs) the the wait is an hour long. And so of course I was like, okay, thanks. Bye. So we walk out, we go to a little Caesars and I walk in and they're like, um, just so you know, before you order, we don't have cheese or pepperoni. And I was like, "Then what do you have? I know. Honestly, like, sausage? Like, sausage? Yeah. Like, uh. So, of course, I'm like, okay. So, so then you go. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so I told Ken, I was like, let's go home. Let's set up the recording equipment. Let's, like, get prepared. We'll order online record an episode, and then go take a pizza break. And then, of course, we – Ken's is like, we're, we're finished recording, and Ken's is like, okay, we're supposed to pick up the pizza at 8.15, but we'll, it's 7.45 now, we'll just leave, and they'll have it ready. And I was like <laughs> – I didn't say that. But, okay, along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, we're coming 20 minutes early. They're going to make us sit and wait. And she was like, well, I don't know. And, of course, I see her. She goes in to get the pizza and then pays – sits down on a little waiting bench for 20 minutes and just sits there and waits i know you called me and you were like how's it going i was like can't you see me (laughs) yeah so it was a whole ordeal to just have some pizza but of course it was domino's so it was quality good pizza yeah i love Mm. domino's yummy and they didn't put as much of the garlic sauce on it on the crust and i don't like garlic that much and especially in heavy amounts like Honestly, every time I get Domino's, I'll, like, eat the Domino's, and then it makes my breath taste so much like garlic that I'll literally brush my teeth at night and wake up the next morning, and I still have that Domino's pizza Okay. Taste. I am not kidding. I am not kidding. Okay. Maybe I'm just hypersensitive. I think you are because, I mean, like, garlic is very pungent anyway, so, like, I don't feel like it's just Domino's. Yeah, but I feel like they load it on. That's the best part. That's why I go to Domino's. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, so we are fat and happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're ready to get into this episode. Yeah, let yeah, great transition. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
The feminist highlight for today is Deja Taylor. She's 18 years old, and she graduated high school last year. Ooh, we got a youngin. Yeah. She began... What was that? Yeah. 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 Get into it, yeah. Get into it, yeah. She began an experiment when she was 15. Whoa. Let's let that sink in. Where she eventually discovered that beets actually change color at a certain pH. From this, she went on to discover that beets could change surgical suture thread that would show the healing stages of a wound by changing the color from bright red to dark red and then to dark purple. So basically, like, walks through the healing stages in different colors. That is so incredibly smart. I know. She was recognized as one of the 40 finalists in the Regenerin Science Talent Search, where she won $25,000. She's currently working on getting a patent for her discovery. And she was also on Ellen for this. Wow. I'm shocked and amazed. First off, a woman in STEM. Yes, we love to see it. But, like, that is an incredible idea and, like, invention. And that could actually really change things medically. And her, at 15 years old, discovered that and came up with that, like, just amazing, honestly. Yeah, very amazing. So I hope she does get the patent because that really could be life-saving mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah, and life-changing for her and mm-hmm. so many others. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So way to go, Deja. And um, Wednesday we'll post her feminist highlight. Yep, on our stories on Instagram. Yep. So let's dive into the episode. I feel like it's been a while since I said let's dive in. I yep, feel like that and used to be my signature. It is. <laughs> Um, so intersectional feminism, like we said, that's what we're talking about today. So what is intersectional feminism? So when I think of intersectional feminism, I think of making the entire feminist movement more inclusive. Mm -hmm. And you guys will understand that a little bit later. But basically, intersectional feminism was first termed by Kimberly Crenshaw. And she's an American law professor who coined the term in 1989, which, first off, that's a really smart way of thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, she is the one who invented the term intersectional feminism. And she said that it is, quote, a prism for seeing the way in which various forms of inequality often operate together and exacerbate each other. Okay. And so, in a recent interview with time magazine she also said all inequality is not created equal which is very true and i've never thought about it that way it is true so basically it's multiple inequalities weaving together for one person okay Mm -hmm. okay so this is from the article we're going to be linking it in the show notes but um this is just to define it further and give us a concrete example so it says A white woman is penalized by her gender, but has the advantage of her race. Mm -hmm. A black woman is disadvantaged by her gender and her race. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because she's black and she's a woman. And then a Latina lesbian experiences discrimination because of her ethnicity, her gender, and her sexual orientation. So in that last example, it's the three, her ethnicity, her gender, and her sexual orientation, she experiences discrimination for. Right. So, like, depending on your sexual orientation, your gender, your race, like, you have different 
prongs, I guess. Yeah. The is kind of how I'm seeing it. Yes. The different demographics mm-hmm. and the different ways that you can experience inequality for us were white women. Right. And so we can experience the gender inequality, but we don't experience any racial inequality. No. So yes, I think it's it's really interesting to look at those three examples and see how in the first example, the woman is experiencing one disadvantage, second one she's experiencing two, and then the third one she's experiencing three. And they all weave together and create a different set of circumstances and just disadvantages. Right. Because each one comes with its own things. Right. Right. So. And when they're working together, it's exacerbating the other one. Right. Right. So it just creates a very different experience depending on who you are as a person. So just really interesting. I think that that's a great way to start off by just defining it. And I really think it's great to talk about this because everybody has different experiences. Mm -hmm. I am not going to have the same experience as a black woman or a Latina lesbian who's experiencing three different types of discrimination. Right. Right. And a really, the basis of feminism is equality for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's important to be able to look at each way somebody can be discriminated against to be able to have equality for everyone. Right. And it's important to recognize that not everyone's experience is the same. No. So while we're fighting for gender equality, there's other feminists who are also fighting for, you know, gender equality and racial equality for themselves because they can experience that. Right. And they know exactly how it is. Yes. And we can't pretend to know what that feels like. No. But we can talk about it and try and be there and support them and make a difference and change that inequality and make it more equal. We can work with them and fight with them as sisters because we experience one of the same inequalities. Right. Right. So we we don't know exactly how someone else's experience is, but we have one thing in common. We're all women. Yeah. And we all know we all have a lot of things in common on how we have to live our lives and certain things that we have to do to protect ourselves. Right. And so as women, let's fight for each other and with each other and try and, you know, bring us all to the same level that feminism is fighting for, equality for all. Mm-hmm. And so I think it just helps us to unite more and, you know, to take a look at ourselves and realize that not everyone's experience is the same. And it's not okay to not address that and to pretend like that's not the case. Right. So intersectional feminism is not something that immediately comes to mind when we think of feminism, kind of like ecofeminism. Right. There's, we think of feminism, but there are a lot of different umbrellas underneath. And so it is, first off, just very interesting to look at all of the different ones and how they weave together. But it's also necessary, like we were talking about, to address the different types of feminism. Yeah, I agree with that. So Elaborating more on why it is so important to talk about this and to recognize this branch of feminism, um, a really good quote that was in the article that um, I'm referencing by Fannie Lou Hamer, she said, quote, nobody's free until everybody is free. It's a very great quote. That is, which we talked a lot about on like 
our egalitarian versus feminism episode. Mm -hmm. But, like, the basis of feminism is everybody having freedom. Right. Not just one group, not just one gender. Everybody. Right. And I think... I think it's really powerful as women because like you were touching on before, we, we know what it's like to live as a woman. Mm -hmm. We, we can all relate to that. Now we do have different experiences that shape us and help us lead different lives, whatever, but we can all relate on that. And it really, such a powerful thing about feminism is the sisterhood and just being able to look at another woman and say, like, I relate to you. I know what you're experiencing. I, let's stand up together. Let's fight together. Let's be strong. Like, let's be boss ladies. You yes. Know? And I think it, it's just so powerful to look and say, look, nobody's free until everybody is free. And as sisters, we're going to stand together and we're going to stand for every other woman. And when we see injustice, we need to stand together and help lift other people up instead of bringing people down like there's just no use in it and especially in the world today there's so much negativity and there is a lot of injustice and a lot of inequality in the world and so just uniting is so important I think intersectional feminism really helps to bring that to light because Obviously, like, we know we lead different lives and have different experiences than somebody that's a different race or ethnicity than us or a different sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've never actually been able to sort it out this way in my head. Like, it's really helpful for me to be able to see, like, I guess just, like, clear it up, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It does help us to be able to see how we can actually help, you know, instead of just like, well, we are all women. I know I'm white and my friend is black, but I can still be there for her and I can talk to her and educate myself and see what is most helpful for her. And also learn. Yeah. From learn from people who are different than us. And I think you're right. Educating ourselves is really important because, and we need to be willing and open or else we're never going to learn. We're never going to get better. And we do have a lot to learn. Everyone has a lot to learn in the world. And Mm -hmm. it's really powerful to learn from different cultures, learn from people with different backgrounds, like everyone around the world. That's what makes honestly America really great because it's a melting pot. Right. Like everyone is different and that's amazing. And so I think you're right. We need to be able to learn from other people and just unite together but also recognize the inequality and try and change it. And that I think is what intersectional feminism is all about because we hear a lot about white feminism Mm -hmm. and how a majority of the feminist movement is just geared towards white White women. women. Right. And so addressing the other side is really important because on this podcast, we are preaching equality for all. That's equality for men, for women, non-binary people transgender people everything everyone deserves to be equal everyone deserves equal rights equal opportunities and so on this podcast that is what we preach and so we do need to address the other side and it is important to address that white feminism is toxic it is and 
again with the education like we are like this is helping us too because like contrary to what some people might think like the majority of women in the world are not white like there's a ton of diversity in the world right and it's really important that we recognize that there's so many other groups that need to be included like why are we excluding people yes so many other groups that need to be lifted up given a voice given a platform and the bottom line is everybody needs to have a voice Mm -hmm. kind of like in our episode with join the journey how we were talking about um the quote about how you might have a seat at the table but you don't have a voice right and I think that relates really well in this instance because there are a lot of people that feel feminism is not inclusive whether that's you know hating on men or just not racially inclusive with white feminism Mm -hmm. and so we want to give everybody a a voice like sure everyone might have a seat at the table But everybody needs a voice. And so that is what intersectional feminism is addressing. It's addressing the groups that have a seat at the table but don't necessarily have a voice. I'm so proud of you for that connection. Like, that was so good. So if you are thinking, what can we do? How can we stand with other women? How can we lift other people up? How can we make sure everyone's included? And you might think, oh, I'm just one person, but you know, we're sisters here and we need to stand together and change starts with one person. So we're going to talk about the ways that we can stand with all women. So Fong An is 23 years old. She's from Hanoi, Vietnam. And she did um, a little study about what intersectional feminism means to girls and women in Vietnam. And this whole article is linked in the show notes very very good you guys should definitely read it it's a really short read um but basically she is fighting to end child marriage in her country and so she was talking about tips for promoting intersectional feminism she is a feminist leader in her country she's very young but she's seeing this issue and she's fighting for it so definitely go check her out check out this article but we're going to share with you the four tips that she shared on how to promote intersectional feminism. The first tip she gave was to use your platform to support those with less privilege. And we've addressed that like on this episode and other episodes, like we recognize that as white cisgendered women, like we do have a lot of privilege. And so it, I'm, I mean, we are aligned with a lot of the same values. So like, I don't feel like I'm just speaking for you, but like we, do want to use this platform to do exactly that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that that is important. Obviously, we've spoken out about a lot of issues on this podcast, and that's how you start change. Right. By communicating. And a lot of people might think, I don't have a platform, but your platform could be your family. Your platform could literally just be, like, word of mouth, like, sharing your opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, share your opinions with people, with friends, have discussions, talk about those topics that can be hard, but they're really important. Your individual platform looks different, so whatever that looks like to you, use it and support those with less privilege. Another tip that Fong An shared was to listen and learn from diverse groups. So we are always open to learn because... 
as Mackenzie said, we have a lot of privilege. And so we want to learn from other people how we can help. How can we promote more equality on the podcast? Give us your ideas. Give us your tips. And we are so open to listening and learning because that's how you grow. Yeah, that's a big reason. Like, I love traveling. Yeah. Like, I I just love it. Like, I feel like, like, I just want to be exposed to how other people live. Mm-hmm. And not just, out, not even outside of the country. Just, like, right. in different areas of our country, the United yeah. States. Yeah, for sure. Like, we have so much to learn from other people. And I don't, I just don't get like some people that like never want to leave their hometown or anything. It's like, don't you want to go and like see even like an hour away? Like just go. Yeah. Um, That's how you learn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's a really, really good one though, because how else are you going to gain understanding of someone else's experience? Right. Like you have to immerse yourself and you have to be willing to learn by going to new places, meeting new people. Like you're not going to learn anything if you just stay in the same place right static another tip she gave was to accept criticism which is hard to hear for some people yeah me included I mean nobody really likes to do that and like some of this like when we're talking about white feminism like we are white women so like that's a lot of what we've learned yeah you know for us like that's our experience but we do recognize like part of like our criticism of like us is like, we do need to educate ourselves and like we, we need to be inclusive. Yeah. And we try really hard and that's why we're so open to um, learning from other people because we really want to learn. Yeah. And that's why we're always like, our DMs are open. Like seriously, like literally slide in literally. Cause like this is just going along with like, not just us, like, just practicing to accept criticism in your everyday life, you know, because criticism isn't always negative. Mm-mm. It's actually very helpful often. And when you guys are able to share your thoughts and your ideas with us, then we're able to, you know, share those on our Instagram story or share them with our platform. So kind of going back to using your platform, mm-hmm. if you feel like you don't have a platform, but you have something that you really want to add to this conversation about intersectional feminism then slide into our dms and we would love to read it and possibly share it on the story with other people so that we can use our platform for good for even more good and bringing in other people's ideas is so much better because we're just two people with who grew up the same way with the same experiences Mm -hmm. pretty much and so we'd love to learn from other people The last tip is to share ideas and resources. So that kind of goes hand in hand with like using your platform, but just honestly, like being creative, coming up with solutions, coming up with ideas, use your mind because everyone has so much to offer. And if you don't like, it can be kind of scary to like be original and speak your thoughts and stuff because you don't want to get rejected, but you have powerful ideas and thoughts and it's worth it to share. Yeah, and I know a lot of people, like, I see a lot of jokes about, like, white girls think they can change the world by, like, reposting something on their Instagram story. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, like, you got to start somewhere, right? And if, at least for me, like, when I see somebody that shares, like, donate to this cause or, like, we need to raise awareness for this issue, like, it makes me think. Yeah. You know, it's sure. not just, like, skipping through, like, with, you know, what people are doing that day. 
yeah so like i don't know i Haley just said like it's scary sometimes to put yourself out there like for some people even that's scary yeah but it's really important Mm -hmm. yeah because only you have that unique set of skills and ideas and input that you have to offer the world like everyone's unique yeah and everyone has different things to offer and it would be so the world would be so powerful if we weren't afraid of judgment and people weren't judgmental and stuff like that like if everyone just felt so comfortable with sharing their ideas and their thoughts, the world would be so much more powerful because it is scary. But at the end of the day, you can offer something so unique. And so your thoughts and your ideas could honestly change the world and can change the way that people think. So if you have something to say, then say it because you can make an impact. You're not just a small voice. You are one voice. But if we all use our voices, then we can be a big crowd together. Here's something that I have taken with me the past, I don't know, recently, I guess. Mm -hmm. People are going to talk no matter what you do, no matter what you say. So if you want to share something, share it. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. There's always going to be something, someone that has an opinion. There's always going to be haters. So live your life how you're going to live your life. Yeah, exactly. And say what you want to say. Thank you for teaching us about intersectional feminism. Like I said, I had heard it before, but it's kind of like ecofeminism. I wasn't really too familiar with it, but this is actually something that I'm very interested in learning more about. And I'm definitely going to do my own research just to educate myself. But I think it's a really, really great topic that we can dive further into in the future. I was just going to say that. We could break this down into like different geographic areas different demographics like we could really yeah this was very much just skimming the surface and doing a basic definition of it and I was gonna say that if you guys would like to hear more then we would love to dive into it more do more research in a few months and release a deeper dive and you know possibly have some guests who can speak more to different experiences than us right so let us know what you guys think and if there's anything else that you'd like to add and uh follow us on instagram yes give us a follow at, at real, real talk about feminism, feminism pod at real talk about feminism pod yep and we have our link tree in our bio so like you can go see us on tiktok and twitter and everything so everything is linked there and we would really appreciate it if you would give us a follow and come along with us Yep. And with that being said, have a wonderful rest of your week. We love you guys so much, our listeners. We truly love you with all of our hearts. Truly. You are our favorite people in the world. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone. Bye.